Welcome to another episode of the Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast, where we offer actions and steps you can take today to start balancing your hormones naturally. This is your podcast host, Leah Brueggemann. I am a functional diagnostic nutritional practitioner. I am honored and excited to be your guide on your journey to better understanding your hormonal health and how it affects your everyday life. Hello, ladies. Welcome back to another episode of the Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast. We have our second male guest. Another male has made it on. This is Dr. Patrick Flynn, who is the founder of the Wellness Way Clinics. In his youth, he experienced a series of events that led him to discover immune and neurological issues. This discovery prompted him to begin his health journey to find his life purpose and initiate the pursuit of his education. So he's now a doctor of chiropractic and obviously continued his education everywhere else. He is the author of the book, I Disagree, and also the founder of the Wellness Way Clinic. So I just, I'm excited to chat with you. So I would love for you to start at the beginning. So let's go back. What happened when you were a teenager? Well, it actually happened before that when I was at, when I was uh, uh, in grade school as diagnosed as a juvenile delinquent, you know, today they would probably call it Asperger's or ADD and the other more neurological issues. And what transpired is I was a very, it was a very difficult student because my brain was always going hundred miles an hour, couldn't focus all F's and D's and never realizing it. The fact that there was certain issues going on that led me now to my degrees later in life. But what happened is this, that it was manifesting as neurological disorders, um, but it was really an immune issue. And I started to figure mm-hmm. out when I was a teenager that you can react to certain foods that cause different brain activity. Now, obviously John Hopkins defined that as a gut brain connection back then. Um, so there was immune issues by eating foods and doing certain things and vaccines that triggers things. And so as I started to relate to those, I started to realize that, oh my goodness, medicine actually has it wrong. So I went to college with a background in nutrition and immunology. I started to go, well, if I go in the medical field, it's just going to be drugs or surgery, what they try to do with everybody. Yep. And remember, this is the, this is the early 90s. So it wasn't as, as medically as they were today or vaccines as they were today. And so I went to more of a natural field that way. Um, thinking that it had a little bit different route. And so then I started to realize that as I started to figure some of those connections to how the body works by going through chiropractic school and everything, I realized that now chiropractic itself, what's understood for is totally wrong, but the medical system has it extremely wrong. People say, doc, how can you say that? Well, let's look at this. We have more heart disease, cancer, diabetes, infertility. One out of, one out of uh, every three couples have a problem with uh, having a child, which was fertility was my biggest thing. I, my whole career based on, I've helped over 2000 women uh, that said they can never have babies, have babies. And long story short, what happened is I realized that not only the medical field is dramatically wrong. They've actually misled people to understand now they don't understand anything about hormones and people say, how can you say that? Well, let's look at the amount of breast cancer has happened over the last 23 years. That I've been in practice yep. and it's, it's gone up. Well, if you were so smart about it, why does it keep on going up? You say, I'm, so long story short, uh, one thing that made me understand hormones uh, so uh, distinctly through the years was before I was even graduated, I met my wife, who's now my wife, obviously, over 20 years, uh, that had endometriosis so bad, had ulcerative class, had a bunch of health conditions. They said, you can't have children. Well, once again, I, my, as my book said, that became an international bestseller. I looked at what the medical field and even some of the natural field was telling them. I said, I disagree. They're wrong. And I proved them wrong. But on top of this, I built a whole healthcare system, which we call the Wellsway Clinics, um, which stem all over the United States and Europe now. 
um, by showing that, listen, even though there's two different perspectives, um, the perspective we have right now is dominant medical and our success rate, even in COVID, it's horrible, but there is a different way. (laughs) And so long story short, that's what stemmed me to figure out hormones where at still this day, I've seen over a hundred thousand plus labs myself. We have documented millions of labs mm-hmm. that I've never seen a medical field, the functional medicine, the natural world ever test hormones properly. And yeah. therefore that's why they'll never be able to figure it out. Even though we have more medical mm-hmm. and more natural stuff ever in history, there's more availability of natural stuff ever in history and people are still sick because yeah. natural people and medical people think wrong. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to pause and expand this for everybody really quickly because um, I often hear from people where they're like, well, you know, I have all of these symptoms, you know, textbook yep. symptoms go in and their doctor's like, your TSH is normal. So we're not going to dig any deeper. And it's like, well, there's a lot more labs <laughs> than your yep. TSH. And I love running a lot of like functional labs that you wouldn't even be able to get at your conventional doctor. And I have all these clients that are like, can I go to my primary? Can I get my doctor to run this? Can I do this? I'm like, you'll be banging your head against a wall because there just seems to be such a dichotomy um, with conventional medicine of like not digging deeper, of not um, looking outside the scope of these couple labs that you run. And if those are normal, then there's no reason to look deeper. But instead, you know, you have all of these patients, I'm sure, who come to you with normal labs and you dig deeper. And it's, it's, not, it's not that your doctor is necessarily reading the lab wrong. They're just not running the right labs. They're not looking in the right direction. Right. Well, and I've created a healthcare example that really can give it a better sum because when we speak, they're going to think that we're against medicine. Well, it's not mm-hmm. true. I always tell people this. I said, think of medicine like the fire department. Your house is on fire. They're going to use axes, hoses, drugs, and storage. You put out the fire. Great. And we and we we exemplify that. Oh my goodness! My grandpa got saved from a heart attack. Get in the mm-hmm. emergency room. Saved his life. Great. Cool. Put out the fire. House didn't burn down. Yep. But guess what happens? The doctors that took care of the house allowed the house to get so bad in the first place. But in the first place, this yes. you still need a carpenter doctor to rebuild and help build the body and keep it normal. And 95% of all fires are preventable. Just like, for example, that's the lowest statistic I can find when they talk about 95% of all chronic illnesses are lifestyle related. Mm-hmm. And, and because I'm a carpenter doctor, so when I speak about hormones, when I speak about COVID, when I speak about anything that way, I'm speaking from the carpenter viewpoint, because my job is to actually know what that body needs, rebuild it. The only thing that I did way before anybody even thought about it back in the nineties, I said, listen, um, if you talk about the thyroid, people say uh, the standard, even till maybe in the last five years was TSH. Well, TSH (laughs) is not a thyroid hormone. It's a pituitary hormone. And on top of it, you can measure T4, T3, T, uh, uh, free T4, T3, and your testing still incomplete because you've never actually even tested things that throw off the thyroid. And so I wrote panels back in the 90s for the immune system, for hormones, that still this day, and if anybody ever tries to test hormones and runs one lab, I will prove to you in two seconds that you are incomplete on your hormone testing. So you can't have a physical or mental view of what women are going through or even men are going through unless you do two separate labs at one time. Mm-hmm, to get a more clear picture. Uh, this was back in the nineties yeah. and stuff. So it's like, yeah. Our healthcare system is not really, it's not a healthcare system. Healthcare. It's a, no. it's a um, disease management, pharmaceutical bandaid. Yep. You have a symptom. Yep. Let me give you a pill to suppress the symptom. And so I, I think though, inst- yes, we need to change that. But coming from yep. 
um, the patient perspective. I don't think that you should go to your doctor's office and get mad (laughs) that they're not running these things. That's what they're trained in. If you, if you want lifestyle changes, you want natural changes. You have to go to somebody who specializes in that. So it's like your healthcare team doesn't have to be your primary, your OBGYN, your endocrinologist, your healthcare team can be a practitioner. It can be a chiropractor. It can be a pelvic floor therapist. You know, you need all these people in your corner, but I think it's important before you go to whoever you're choosing to go to, what do they specialize in? How do they treat? How do they help you? Because if you're looking for natural solutions and you go to a conventional doctor, you can't get mad that they're like, here's this medication. You know, and, and let me go back to my analogy. Um, people go to fire department type doctors, as I get my analogy, medicine, the fire department, they have drugs and surgery, axes and hoses, but then they ask them how to take care of the rooms, of their house. And the sad part is this, you cannot rebuild the house with an axe and a hose. You can't. Mm-hmm. And see, so therefore you're asking carpenter questions to the fire department and it makes no sense. Or you're asking them to do a blueprint of your house with an axe and a hose. Makes no sense. You're saying you, that's what that's what a as you get my analogy. That's what yep. carpenter type practitioners do. And the sad part is this: where I've always been a little bit more critical of the natural world because people think, well, the carpenters are a natural. That's not really true because the natural the natural thinking is people say, Doc, instead of taking levothyroxin for my thyroid, what can I take naturally? Yes. Well, that's just still a still fight over thinking what natural thinks. I always tell people instead of using chlorinated water, they use spring water. It's still a wrong <laughs> thinking. I know it's a good analogy. Yeah. My analogy is the best. <laughs> they and are really what it good. Does, yes. Well, because that is communicable because people go to doctors, both medical and natural, and they, they sound smart. And they walk out and say, what the hell did I just listen to? So mm-hmm. I've, I've created analogies so people could actually communicate this. So when I, I speak on huge medical stages and actually, believe it or not, the medical doctors and stuff love my analogy because they listen, if you're broke your arm. There's nothing that a carpenter doctor can do right now because if it broke through and you're bleeding, get some stitches, take a bunch of drugs. I tell people, have a bad tooth and don't get Novocaine. You're a stronger man than I am to get your tooth drilled without any Novocaine. You mm-hmm. know, Sam, there yeah. is a purpose for drugs or surgery. The sad part is this, but if you, but I know what everybody wants here. Because say, doc, I'm, I'm here for healthy hormones. No, you're here for health. Mm-hmm. Having normal hormones is healthy, but here's what happens this. You cannot attain health from a fire department doctor, it's inattainable because there's no drug or surgery that will get you back to normal and get you healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, that, um, and I think that's a learning curve though, for people, you know, cause they're used to getting those, like pick up your prescription from the pharmacy. Conditions. And so then they go yep. into the natural world and a lot of naturopathic doctors are very similar as in, okay, you have an adrenal issue. Yep. Here is your adrenal Supplement. cortex. Yes. Yep. Um, it's the and, same thinking. It's the yeah. same. That's, that's why I said the, the, the alternative world is no different. Zero. It's mm-hmm. no different because you know why? We have, more, we have more access even because of Amazon to natural things to buy ever in history. We have more naturopathic schools. We have more nutrition schools and more stuff of this. And it's like, because that's where they've all lost the, the boat because the thinking hasn't changed. That's why I had to come mm-hmm. with an analogy of saying, listen, and, and the one thing that people don't realize is- you can actually figure out the blueprint for everybody's house based on specific labs and then start to give what they need. And the tough part is this, is people, because they don't move in that world because their conventional doctor won't do it, 
They mm-hmm. say, well, I don't want to pay for it. Well, then guess what? Then depend on the system that's going to make you sick and put you on the statistics that one out of two of you are going to die from heart disease and one out of three you're going to die from cancer. Dang. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yep. And also that goes with the same conditioning that we would much rather take a supplement than make yep. a lifestyle shift that got us sick in the first place. There's not enough so. genema to actually counteract your sugar addiction. Because yeah. genema can actually reduce the absorption of sugar through your mouth and through your intestinal tract, but there's not, you can't outrun a bad lifestyle. You yeah. cannot. And so therefore, I don't care what naturopath tell you, I don't care what chiropractor tells you, I don't care all this. If there's not those changes, what happens, it's, it's, it's appeal. the carpenter doctor is more like a tour guide. He's, mm-hmm. You can jump on the bus anytime you want. He'll give you a great tour. You have to take participation. If you do not, there's nothing that the natural will ever do for you. Just a quick break to remind you that if you are not already seed cycling with us, you should be seed cycling with us. The benefits of seed cycling are amazing. They contain so many nutrients that are necessary for hormonal balance, including zinc, manganese, vitamin E, all of the good things, amazing for egg quality. And while seed cycling is not the end picture like that's not all that you'll have to do to maybe achieve the things that you're looking for in your health you guys it is the easiest thing that you can do so one tablespoon of pumpkin and one tablespoon of flax seeds from your period to ovulation and then switch to sesame and sunflower so that is one tablespoon of each of those seeds every single day you want to be buying whole organic and then grind them before you eat them the reason why you don't want to buy ground is that they go rancid within a couple weeks so unless you know where your seeds are coming from how long they were sitting on the shelf they're probably rancid by the time you get them okay so start seed cycling with us and as always if you want to make this even simpler for yourself that is where Funkit Wellness Seeds can literally change your life. They are organic, they are certified B Corp, all of their seeds are like they get them from the best places and you can get them shipped to your door. So it literally doesn't get any simpler than that. And it's a subscription. So literally happy hormone subscription box. I can sign up for that. Yes. Yes, please. So you can get yours shipped to your door right now. They're only in the U S. So if you're outside of the U S I apologize, but if you are inside of the U S take advantage of the flash sale that they have going on. You can use code Leah, L-E-A-H 20 to save 20% off of your order. And you even save already on your subscription. So I love seed cycling, but I will say that sometimes it can get hard to stick to because it's hard to find quality seeds. And sometimes I forget to grind them and then I don't get my seeds in for the day. So Funkit Wellness makes it super simple. Literally, they're shipped right to my door. They grind them right before they ship them, so I know that they're not rancid. They have certified B Corp companies that they get their seeds from, so they're super high quality. They're organic, so yeah. I'm much more consistent with my seed cycling now, thanks to Funkit Wellness. Yeah, you have, you can, knowledge is not power (laughs) unless you actually implement it. So, like like I said, if knowledge was power, I hate that that when people say knowledge is power. No, it's not. We have more knowledge that tips our finger of the internet. If knowledge was power, we'd all be skinny, rich, and, and happy. But guess <laughs> what? Most true. people are fat, broke, and unhappy. And we have more yeah. knowledge ever in history at the tip of our fingers. 
yeah, having to implement it. Yep. Let's dive a little bit into um, a topic that I know you love to talk about, um, the battle between the sexes. So I would love to you to like, what made you kind of coin that phrase a little bit? Let's dive into that. Yeah. Well, what I did as a young practitioner, I realized that there is a physical change that happens to hormones. And we talk about those all the time. We look at the fact of what happens to a young man. He has puberty, changes his body, changes his sex drive, changes uh, even his brain, how he thinks that way. And we, we see all that development that happens. We see that in women, breast develops, all their body develops. But then what happened is I didn't realize until I actually started digging into it and sitting across from females for 23 years is that there's a mental change that happens with hormonal changes. Yes. And we see it dramatically with women because their hormones fluctuate, but mm-hmm. men cycle too. It's just not as dramatic. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that testosterone has a much different effect on a person's thinking than actually that estrogens do. And yeah. then I realized that holy mackerel, any male or female that think women can think the same, act the same, or even really see the world the same, they've lost their mind. And it's why, mm-hmm. it's why there's so many divorces today. And that's the battle. The battle is actually going. So when I realized what, hormones did to a male brain, what did the female brain? It's very easy to see a woman's perspective. It's very mm-hmm. easy to see a, a man's perspective. But if you ever think of it this way, I'll ask a woman to describe their ideal man. And they'll say, well, he's caring. He's sharing. He likes to snuggle. I said, dude, I said, girl, you just named another freaking woman. That's not what, that's not what testosterone does to a guy's brain. Ladies, when was the last time you ever bent over and your husband didn't slap you in the butt? Do you say I'm? And it doesn't make him a pig, disgusting and perverted. It actually makes him the God-given testosterone levels that he has in our feminist world, in our, in, our, in our world of actually thinking that men are supposed to be like women. It's crushing men. And I'm sorry, I disagree with it. And women, if you think you're, you can be as sexual as men, you lost your freaking mind too, because you don't have the testosterone levels and your, your levels fluctuate every single week. And even if you're healthy, you're lucky if you can have a sex drive two weeks out of the month. So this concept that the, that, we're going to change our mental behavior without a hormonal change. You, they've lost it. And that's why men, women struggle trying to be men and men struggle trying to be women. And sorry, it's biologically impossible. It needs to stop. Churches need to stop it. Feminists need to stop it. I hate to pick on them because sorry, women, you actually try to keep up with a man sexually or even, or even keep up to him energetically. You're going to get sick because your body will shut down. And it's why so many women are sick today because they're trying to keep up with the Joneses. You are so welcome on this podcast. So, um, when, but that's just biology, biology, I can show you the textbook. No, it's so true. And that's where, um, women need to understand the power in their cycle. And when you work with your cycle, how much more powerful you are and you can break your glass ceiling instead of trying to work against it and fit into the man cycle, which is completely yep. different than ours. So step into your own superpower. So I want to hear this from a guy's perspective. Yeah. Talk to me about the fluctuation of hormones on um, women's mood and all of that. I just want to hear it from someone else's. So if you think of this way, I put a chart out there back in the 20, back when I was in my early 20s, because I started when I was 24 years old and I'm 47 now. And I looked at just the, if you were just type in female cycle in Google search it. Okay. And 
what I did is I looked at the pattern of the roughly a 28 day cycle of a woman. Ladies, your mm-hmm. fl- your cycle can fluctuate every month, yeah. but the average goes for about 28 days. It could go 26 to 32. You just don't want to go below 26 or over 32. But let's say it was 28, 29 days and it fluctuates a little bit per month. That's cool. You're never the same every month. Okay. But here's the point I looked at the cycle and realized that the hormones change roughly four times in the month. Mm-hmm. And so I created a chart that showed, and I realized that there's four zones of a woman and stuff like that, that I actually made some humor with them, but actually it's all biologically true. But if you look at, you know, day one of a woman's period, her estradiol and her progesterone are very low. Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen is this, there's a, there's a physical threshold that a woman can only do during time. There's a mental threshold. There's there. And here's what happens compared to the second week, as they start to build up, there's different physical and mental things that happen on top of it. A woman is socially, um, um, she's actually a different sensitivity from chemical and emotional. She actually has different love hormones produced by it. She has different serotonin produced by it. And any woman that tells me that she can be emotionally stable in her eyes through the whole month actually doesn't understand. Women cannot be emotionally stable through the month. It's physically impossible. It fluctuates. And because men don't understand that because their cycle only changes very little. A man's mm-hmm. testosterone skyrockets when he's about 13, 14, roughly on puberty. And it stays elevated his whole life. You say, well, doctor, what's the cycle? Testosterone fluctuates a little bit higher in the morning than at night. Ladies, how mm-hmm. can you tell? Just lift up the covers tomorrow morning before your husband gets up. You know what I'm saying? You'll be able to see why it fluctuates, okay? Now, I know that's funny, but it's true. But here's what happens this. So we have a little bit of fluctuation and we do change a little bit mentally. We're actually more calm, more relaxed, more focused at night than we are in the morning. Mm-hmm. And we're meant to do that way. We're meant to go out and challenge the world and go after the world. Women's bodies aren't made that way. Women's bodies actually fluctuate through the month and they can physically, here, watch this. And ladies, this is going to resonate with you. There's one week that you'll get it up, put your bra on, it's all nice and full. The next week you'll, you'll put your bra on, it's a bunch of shriveled raisins. Because why? Mm-hmm. Because you physically change exactly through the month. Madal, guess what happens, ladies? Those estrogens have a psychological effect. So you're not going to be the same mentally every week. You're four different women through the month. So I tell men, you want variety. You already married four different women when you marry one woman. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to backtrack really quick before all the women come come for you. Um, it's a good I'm thing, gonna, though. No, 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 no. I agree. I'm just going to rephrase your, your words really quick. So I I disagree with the word unstable, but simply because I think that when women's hormones are in balance as they fluctuate you know they should be yeah, within i never said i never said unstable you said they moods. Fluctuate. no you said if you think your moods are going to be completely stable and i think that yes. um, well, remember because here's what happens because women say this all the time and i bet you experience this doc i feel like i'm all over the place you're supposed yes. to be all over the place so i never said unstable unstable would be abnormal you know what I'm saying that'd be like right. maybe your estrogens are too high during the first week and too low during the third week that way. Remember, that would be actually an abnormal hormone. See, what a, as far as their moods, their moods are going to fluctuate. Their serotonin levels fluctuate based on their estrogen levels and everything. So what I mean by this, if you think you're going to be straight across and your mood is going to be the same all the yeah. time, it's it's virtually it's 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 biologically impossible. Yeah. 
No, I agree. I agree with that. And I think that uh, if your fluctuations are imbalanced, your ratios are correct, and you understand that some parts of your cycle, you're going to be more sensitive, um, you're going to react differently. I think preparation is so huge. You know, I know, like, you know, as I head into that luteal phase, someone may say something and I might just want to fly off the handle where opposed to earlier, I may not want to. So I think understanding that preparation is really, really big. So how do you, well, um, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. Well, when we talk about the luteal phase, the reason why it's dramatic and they're more sensitive because they're supposed to be because it's their fertility time, but also mm-hmm. remember this, progesterone takes over and your adrenals take over. See, in the first two weeks, your, your, your ovaries dominate in your, in your production hormones. In the last and luteal phase, your, your, uh, your adrenals do. And it compensates for the demand of progesterone and everything. And therefore, of course, you're going to be more sensitive. That's why I always tell people during my seminar, calling a woman sensitive is a very derogatory term. It, told, it shows me that you don't understand women. Because you know what happens? You want them sensitive. That's what they're supposed to do. It's mm-hmm. just that because it changes week by week, and you don't understand it as a male doesn't mean anything's wrong. And, and that's why I always tell guys, I mapped out the four zones and I named them as they, as they think, just because to give a, a little understanding for males is you should know your wife's cycle, like the back of your hand, because mm-hmm. then you can understand when she needs help and when she's going to be more relaxed, when she's going to need, you know, a little bit more food, when she's going to need a little less food. And it's, it's so much easier being a male because we fluctuate very little, but we do have a little fluctuation, but the most that happens is we get a little bit more calm compared to a little bit more excited. Mm-hmm. That's the, it's much easier for us. So I sat and mapped that out when I was in my early twenties. And then I realized that, that not only do doctors not understand that even female doctors don't understand that is the fact that's like, and then they don't even test everything properly. And so yeah. then I would say this, if you don't test a woman properly, you will never have a physical and mental actually picture of what their hormones are at. So you're making clinical judgments on their conditions based on the fire department viewpoint of giving them drugs or surgery without having a complete picture of their blueprint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what's causing your hormones to be off in the first place? Because something's yes. always driving that. And I can honestly tell you, I have predicted for both of them what I believe it is. Yeah. Both what male and females. You- Go for it. What do you think it is? Number one, dominant. No one will change my mind. I can show you millions of labs on this. Not joking. I'm saying millions is by far. Number one thing that throws off um, women's hormones is mental stress. Number one thing that throws off guys' hormones is sugar. I don't work with guys, so I don't know that. But 100%, 100% with the women. And we talk about this. We've had multiple guests on that talk yep. about this. You can eat the right food. You can take the right supplements. If you do you not- do manage your nervous system, manage your stress, you will still have so many issues because I mean, your body's going to prioritize keeping you safe over sex hormones and making babies. So, well, on, on top of it, fight or flight hormones, which once again, they, they steal from the anabolic hormones. And what happens is this, and that's why when it comes to guys, guys, uh, testosterone is not affected by stress actually makes them stronger. And that's why I know when people, women that are feminists get very mad at me when I say, guys, listen, you're meant to handle stress. Women are not because here's what they think I'm saying. They're saying, you're telling me that I'm weak. No, no, no. 
I'm saying that you could have a husband and wife that are dealing with a mental stress and the woman could probably even mentally deal with it better. But as a doctor, what I'm concerned about is tanking her hormones where she, he could actually handle it and he won't get sick over it. Yep. Yep. It's really important to saying. know that. And you can test for that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's why people say, doc, what's the most radical thing you've ever told a woman in care? Oh, uh, when I look at the stressors, you know what I'm saying? Because stress is more than mental, but stre- mental stress is by far the biggest thing. I looked at a woman and said, man, you don't divorce this guy. You're going to stay sick. How did that go over? Uh, extremely well. She's like, doc, I just need to hear it from somebody. Somebody else. So what are your top um, stress reducing or what advice do you give to women who t- to start managing their stress when things are going crazy? I'm happy you answered this, and I believe I got such a unique answer in this, and that's why I think I've dominated so well in the female hormone realm, is the fact this. And remember, I'm telling you from having, not joke of all, because I have a lot of clinics all over the world and actually add more every single month, is the fact that, so I get all the labs. I'm a big data collector, okay? Mm-hmm. And I can honestly tell you this. Whenever you sit down with a lab and you show the woman that there is high mental stress hormones going crazy in the body. Do you understand by just bringing that unknown to the known for a woman, they can tell when it happens and they purposely actually mentally manage their stress better just by knowing that this is hurting them. Mm-hmm. It's like bringing the unknown to the known. And I was, I was so, cause I, I had a patient with doc, man, I got that stress and I felt it. And I just shut myself down right away. I did some things. I got away from the stress. And their life got better. Now, mm-hmm. once again, that it could have been your job. It could have been a man. It could have been something that way. It could have been, all right, now remember, there's more than mental stressors, but just by them knowing that this was something that was affecting them, now they actually manage your life better with it that way. Mm-hmm. Now, are there other natural things that they can do? Yes, there's breathing techniques. There's California poppy. There's CBD. There's marijuana. There's a ton of things that you can do to calm some of the stress down. But I think one of the greatest tools that women ever got was me saying, this stress is killing you. Mm-hmm. And they're like, huh, now that I know that when I know it comes on to me, I can put the brakes on it mm-hmm. because they have the control over it. And that's why all of a sudden it's like, doc, you know, I do say something funny, but there is some truth to it. I look at women and say, okay, ladies, and I did a massive, when I was, when I was 26 years old, I really started want to understand the stressors of men and women. And I put out surveys everywhere through the, my town. And I got about 10,000 of them. And the, I said, Name your top three stressors. So that's why I use, I like humor. So I use a joke. I say, ladies, who stresses out more, men or women? All the women go, women. And I say, who causes women most stress? Men. And I can honestly tell you, 99.98% of surveys, of 10,000 surveys, put men in number one. I know how hard it is to get quality meat for a lot of people. My recommendation has always been to find your local farmer, get to know your farmers, get to know, you know, what their farm is like, what their practices are like, all of those things. But I know for some people that drive is too far and it's not easily accessible. And that is why I'm excited to tell you about ButcherBox. So We used to live very close (laughs) to some farmers that we used. And then when we moved, it was not as easily accessible to us to get 
all of our meat that we were used to getting. So we tried Butcher Box and what I would definitely recommend from them is their grass-fed beef and their pasture-raised chickens and their wild-caught salmon. Those are my three favorites and definitely worth it. We had some of their steak last week and oof, it was so good, <laughs> literally. I mean, Sabi's getting really good at grilling, but 10 out of 10, it was so, so, so good. So definitely recommend it. You can get $20 off your first box at the link in the show notes. And let me know if you guys have any questions. You can customize your box or pick all beef or all chicken or whatever you're looking for. And it's shipped right to your door. So save you a trip to the grocery store and standing in line, which by the way, for some reason, the lines are extremely long these days. That shocked me. I was like, I was like, and then, because you know why? Because, and I, and I was like going, are men really that much stressed? Yes and no. Yes, because they don't understand women, so they stress them out. But I realized that estrogens are very connecting hormones, and a woman will think about their man all day long. A man, uh, testosterone is very unilateral, very laser focused. So we leave the house, we forget our kids and wife even exist. So mm -hmm. we don't stress out that much, you know? And so that there's the big difference. And I started to go, oh my goodness. And so then I started to teach that to women. They're like, oh my goodness, you're right, doc. And then I watched them. I watched them deal with their mental stress better. And then even if they did have a stressor that came that they couldn't control, well, here's some things you can do. And here's some relaxation techniques. Here's some herbals. Here's some stuff like that. But I always tell people, that's still a natural Band-Aid. Mm -hmm. That's still a natural Band-Aid. The California poppy will help you adapt, but you still have the stress. So I'll help your body not fall apart. But I'm just a natural Band-Aid. And that's what the natural field is become, a natural Band-Aid. Uh, because if they're not going after their stressors, eventually you won't be able to adapt. And then you end up mm -hmm. with drugs anyways. And that's why the natural field always fails long-term unless, unless they dig, you. unless they dig. Yeah. And so I, I trained all my doctors of, of chiropractors, of the medical people, of MDs, of nurse practitioners. My, one of my nurse practitioners just walked by as I just said that right now. Guess what happens? She can prescribe every drug on the planet, but she's like, no, no. Unless you're in a fire. No. Do you know what I speak about a conversation. Listen, guys, stop giving out drugs and antidepressants like candy. On top of it, you're going to find out that most women take antidepressants, not because there's something wrong. It's because they don't realize they fluctuate through the month. Yeah. Yeah. PMDD is such a big one, though, especially yep. um, with lacking those vitamins. Labs yep. are awesome for that because yep. I think that so many women are stressed, but not yep. admitting they're stressed. You know, you just keep piling on. But when that yep. data is right uh -huh. in front of you and you go, oh, that's how it's affecting my progesterone. That's how it's affecting yep. my minerals. Then yep. you can go, okay, it. now I can actually do something about it. So I like that. Yep. <clears throat> okay. So, um, you mentioned that your wife had endometriosis. Yep. Um, could we talk a little bit about the common versus normal when it's dealing with a lot of symptoms like endo yep. or PCOS or just hormonal symptoms in general, when they go into their doctor and they're like, Hey, I have painful breasts. I have really heavy periods. I have to take like a whole bottle of Midol when I have my period. And your doctor's like, well, that's just normal. Sorry. Like, what are your thoughts yep. there? 
Well, remember, let's talk about this. I've, I've done this at seminars. I do this with women all the time. I'll say, hey, is PMS normal? Do you know what most nine out of 10 women say? Yes. Yeah. I said, no, no, no. It's not called premenstrual normal. It's called premenstrual syndrome. See, but don't confuse common with normal. See, we, because we're in a disease management, a condition management, a fire department management system, it's very prevalent that when you're young, that you see a fire department doctor called a pediatrician. Sorry, pediatricians actually cause you, pediatrician is probably the most useless doctor on the planet. But the idea is this, they just make your kids sick and they make you sick for, but, and then by the time a young girl gets her period, they never knew how to take care of a child or take care of a young lady. And so they end up with some hormonal disruption. And then the best thing they got for them is actually birth control, which by definition is an endocrine disruptor. And I don't know how you endocrine disrupt a woman back to normal or a young lady back to normal. And so because it's so prevalent and common that we are, have this kind of system, that's the thing. You know, that's the people realize they, they, they actually equate all these things because it's more than 50% of these young girls, roughly about 80% of, of young girls have some form of PMS mm-hmm. that they say, well, it's common. Do you say, mm-hmm. no, I mean, it's, it's normal. No, it's not normal. It's common because of our way of thinking of how we take care of people. Mm-hmm. So when my wife ended up with endometriosis as a young girl, and when I remember I met her when she was 23, when it happened is this, I'm sitting there going, okay. Um, I asked her for what the doctors have done with her. And at this time, we're just talking about endometriosis. You're not talking about the doctor that want to rip it our uterus, the doctors that have her on a ton of medications, the natural people giving her a ton of supplements, the chiropractor just adjusting her and telling her everything's going to be okay. And I'm, and I'm tearing on both of these fields, do you understand? Because they were just trying to use natural therapies that were medicine didn't work and, and all these things like that. And I looked at my wife and I said, let me see your labs. Because remember, as, my, as a kid, I realized that I didn't know that eggs were disrupting my system until I tested. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then I go, oh my goodness, this is inflammatory for me. Pulled away. Wow, my brain got better. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And long story short, I looked at it. I said, let me see your labs. And I'm going, oh my goodness. They don't measure hormones correctly. Because here's what happens. We know that testosterone is the male dominant hormone. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what is the female dominant hormone? Now, remember, we all have the same hormones. It's just that we don't have the same amounts. Okay. Right. And that's why we can mentally never be the same. But right. what is the hormone that makes women who they are? What's that hormone? Estrogen. Estrogen is not a hormone. It isn't? Nope. What do you classify estrogen as? Well, I'm not classifying it. So I'm going to show you what's classified as. Okay. Estrogen is not a hormone. Okay. Estrogen is a term. Okay. That describes many hormones. Okay. So for example, and people say, oh yeah, doc, that means estradiol, esterone, and actually estriol. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What about the seven other of them? And so here's what happens this. So when they met in, in a cycle, they look at estradiol mm-hmm. being the most common dominant one. Right. And so they measure that. And if you're menopausal, they measure estrone. Well, do we yeah. just forget about the other nine? Yeah. And so when they looked at my wife's uh, estradiol, they said it's normal. So they were confused. So what I did was I took a snapshot and a picture of all of them. And I called up the largest lab in the world and said, listen, can we measure all, all of them? Here was their answer. Yes, but why would we? Insurance doesn't pay for them. Right. I'm like, I have a sick suffering wife that has a kind of an estrogen-based condition, mm-hmm. estrogen-dominant-based condition. But see, the medical field was confused because they just measured estradiol. So when you measure all of the estrogens, 
estrogen is not even a real term. It's mm-hmm. estrogens, throw an S on there. Right. Follow me? Mm-hmm. And then here's what happens, this. You cannot get all the estrogens from one lab. You have to run blood and urine together. Yeah. So if all these women, for example, and so I started doing this back in the 90s before they even thought about doing this and going, man, your 4-hydroxyesterone is horrible. Now I know how to actually get that restored back to normal. And then guess what happens? Or the other estrogens. And mm-hmm. I start to watch these estrogen conditions resolve mm-hmm. to the point where that, and remember, did I measure all the other hormones with it? Yes, I did. But I just love when people run a blood panel and measure estradiol and that's it. Mm-hmm. Or even to throw an esterone, I'm going, you cannot judge a woman's body with an incomplete view of their hormones. Mm-hmm. And I still say that today. And I've, I, we have, I literally have millions of labs with all the clinics and stuff of like that. Um, and I, I can honestly tell you, do you know, I, in, in 23 years and only clinics all over the world, I've still never seen one woman come in and ever have their hormones tested properly. Yet they've mm-hmm. given them drugs like crazy. They're giving them supplements like crazy. They give them natural therapies like crazy. And guess what happens? And I'm like, oh, wow, you've measured one or two of the hormones and you're, and you're trying to judge what to do with a woman. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah. it's a different perspective. No, it's true. I think um, also as well, like hormones are only a part of the picture. <laughs> I really well, think you have to look a little bit outside of just your hormone labs as well. Um, of course you do. Of course you do. Because here's what happens. I'll throw you, I'll throw you a whole big loop on this. Hormones are never a primary problem. Yeah. Remember I said, I said, I got her hormones restored. Mm-hmm. Remember restoration. If you're going to find out this, it's like this. I love, I can always tell when there's a functional medicine person, they always have some adrenal protocol, which I laugh about. And the reason why I laugh about it is this way is because sure. Give some things for your adrenals, but you better find the stressors. You say, and remember, and because here's what happens this, without finding the stressors, you're just naturally adapting to something for some time. And that mm-hmm. is a band-aid for a short time. See, people know me as a hormone guy, but what they didn't realize is I figured out all the things that disrupt women's hormones. And yeah. guess what happens? And it could be a physical stressor. It could be a mental stressor. It could be a chemical stressor. It could be an infection. It could be, it could be a pebble in your shoe, Team Sam. Mm-hmm. And that's how, and then you can support their balance back there. But if you don't dig for those stressors, you'll never balance any hormones. So as I talk about hormones, but here's what happens this, the hormones are actually by nature called a messenger. So when you do run a hormone lab, it will can direct you at where some of those stressors are coming from. Mm-hmm. Listen, listen to the messenger. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, and I think, it's hard though, as well for women, when they come from that, take a pill for this, take a pill for that. And they go, I have symptoms of low progesterone. Great. What do I take? And it's like, well, (laughs) what's causing you low progesterone? That's where you have to go. So it's never fix. And and they're wrong. It's, it's not a bad idea. And I know a lot of people can understand this. If you do look at the natural world, I have no problem with somebody, you know, give them chase tree or something like that, that will give them some fuel in the tank. But mm-hmm. just like medicine, all that does is bide you some time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's why, and because if you don't start digging, eventually the chase tree won't keep up and they'll end up on some drug anyways. That's why mm-hmm. the natural field always fails because they just take chase tree. Oh, look at even your lab came up a little bit. Yeah. Let's wait for about six months. 
And as those stressors and stuff get worse and your body degenerates more and it can't keep up on it that way. See, that's mm-hmm. why you have to be a carpenter. You need to find out how to rebuild that body and maintain it and actually find out what's actually causing that room to rot. See, yeah. that's the big difference. See, so as we talk about hormones, talk about this. Remember, you got to go back to rebuilding the body. You got to go back to finding what's throwing those things off. And that's what, and remember, and that stuff can be tested for. Mine just happened to be an egg. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was a chemical stressor that was draining my body and stuff to the yeah. point it caused me such an immune response that it almost killed me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yep. Food, food issues can be serious. So how can people find you? Um, how can they find one of your many clinics across the US? Where are you on all the platforms? Well, actually, I used to be on all platforms until I got kicked off. Oh, <laughs> yep. You'd Social they wipe me off of YouTube. They wipe me off. Of, they wipe me off of Facebook. And I had, and I had hundreds and hundreds of thousands of followers and stuff like that. Now, the funny part is I do have a brand page for like the wellness way. My mm-hmm. main thing is this, and we have a huge show that we do every Saturday, millions of views every single month. It's, and I call it a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And the reason why, um, and, and so it goes, you can go to the wellness way. Cause that's the name of all the clinics. It'll show okay. you a map of all the clinics across the world. But it happens this is I have so many videos on there. And here's one thing, which is very unique. Uh, people do not see a lot of product or a lot of things on there on my videos. Because here's what happens is this. I'm, a, I'm, I'm so big into testing. I'm so big into that each person's body is very different that believe it or not, Chase Tree doesn't affect every woman the same. Mm-hmm. No different than a COVID shot does everything the same for everybody. You see, so that's why they say, take the, everybody takes this. It's going to be, that's not true. That's not true in the natural world or the medical world. And, and so therefore, but the one thing that I've, I've spent so much time is teaching people the anatomy, the physiology, the biochemistry, how things work and how they can map that out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, that, and mapping out is actually having testing that really actually is very specific to them. And so I have a ton of videos on there. And like I said, I think of the Wellness Way page on Facebook and YouTube is still there. Um, but what it does, it just gives people good information and there's no sales pitch on at the end. I, I, do, I do enjoy these articles when I'll read somebody that writes something and then they have a magic supplement at the end that's going to fix everything. It, <laughs> that, that drives me nuts and stuff of like that. Um, I don't believe in that. I think that's misleading. I think that's why the natural world doesn't have the credibility it should have, even though they can have positive changes. I talk about chase tree, but idea is this, we need to get back to actually having some very unique individualized care. That's very specific for an individual, which now that can lead them on what they can do so they can restore their health. So therefore, once again, that when a doctor tries to do general things of an antidepressant, all these things like that, it makes no sense to them anymore. They want to know specifically about their body. Mm-hmm. All right. I love that. Well, thank you very much for being on. It was a pleasure to chat with you. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate being on. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Balancing Hormones Naturally. If you found this helpful, I would love for you to share it with a friend and post it on your stories and tag Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast so we can get this message out. You can find me on Instagram at Leah underscore B-R-U-E-G and I would absolutely love to hear from you.